Welcome to Solve This Murder. I'm your detective, Bill. And I am your crime scene criminal and witnesses, Danny. We're up to part four of The Body on the Beach. In part three, I spoke to the other restaurant employees, Tom and Zane, and uncovered some confusion about the broken front door to Pelicans. He also found that the first aid kit at the cafe was missing its EpiPen, which might be connected to the mysterious puncture wound on the victim. And then finally, on returning to the victim's home, I found out that his roommate Gary is currently on parole for breaking and entering. So I've got two big revelations from this search of the house. Um, I don't think anything about Ollie is a revelation. I already knew he was smoking marijuana. I didn't know he was a life model, but that doesn't really affect anything about him. I know that Camilla has bunches of cash. She's got wads of cash that, that I wouldn't <laughs> have grossly misrepresenting that. She's got a suitcase full of a mm. million dollars. She's got some cash lying, lying around, which, which goes against her statement of not having any money. And Gary had been previously arrested for a break and enter. Uh, which would normally be whatever, right? That's fine. Not impugning his character, except for the fact that this murder investigation involves a break and enter. So uh, I should talk to these people. Let's talk to Camilla first. Mm-hmm. Hey, Camilla. All right, you have to wait for a while. She's got to come home. Uh, I can call her. Okay, you can call her. Now, bring, yes. Bring. Um, I haven't, Hello? It's still ringing. Hello? Bring, bring. She's really fast. Okay. Um, Hello? Uh, Camilla, it's me. Uh, oh, um... King of Police, Bill Billingham. Yeah, I remember. Hi, sorry, I'm with my parents right now. Um, is this important? Uh, it is. I'm so sorry. Okay. Camilla, you were saying you had some, some money troubles? You could barely afford the place? Um, well, yeah, I mean, I've had three roommates. Um, i just a cleaner. Fair, just a cleaner? Yeah. Interesting they pay you in, in hard, cold cash. Bundles and bundles of cash. Okay, that's super not a thing. You found my bank. You found my bank statements. You didn't find wads of cash. I don't know where you're getting this. What are they said I found wads of cash? No. What did you say? I found big piles of cash. No. What are they said I found big piles of cash. You found bank bills information. Oh, bank. You said bank bills. I'm talking uh, like bills. No, sorry. I see. I like see bills. where this is coming from. You told me there were wads of cash. You found bank statements. Well, that's less clear that it's going to be drug money. <laughs> Okay, anyway, look, it's 2019. If you have cash, that's drug money. Mm. Um, but she, So she's just more well-off than she thinks. Well, now I feel bad about snooping. <laughs> Before I was like, it's giant piles of cash, it's hard to miss. But I read through a bank statement and I'm calling on That feels mean. I mean, yeah, look, okay, I said I was a cleaner. I mean, sort of. I, I'm a, I, I tell people I'm a cleaner at the school. I'm a lab tech at the university. Uh, you Why know, would you hide I'm that? Why would you do... That feels like a weird thing to do. Are you embarrassed about being a lab tech? No, not at all. I mean, I am basically just being a cleaner. That's all I do, just clean beakers and things like that. Um, no, it's more to do with hoping that I can inspire those around me to keep working hard, even if they're in kind of a crappy place. If that makes sense. Sounds like you're just being weird. Uh, maybe I'm weird. But I also kind of didn't want Joel to leech off me. I wanted him to be able to work hard on his own. Okay. So you just told him you had no money? Yeah, a little. It seems weird. Why would you tell me that you didn't have much money, Camilla? It's a police investigation. Oh, I, I didn't think it was relevant. It's what I tell everybody. But you're actually a lab tech at the local university. Yeah. 
Do you know a Professor Long name that I couldn't pronounce? Oh, I know of him. Well, he's going to win a Nobel Prize? Well, exactly. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay, okay, okay. Camilla, what does that mean? Okay. Well, okay, look, I mean, I suppose you could say it's also relevant with the whole Sandra thing. Like, you know, yeah. she might not have done me a favour if she knew that I was well off. Fair. And doing fine Fair. at the moment. Mm. I mean, after everything we went through, <laughs> I felt like it would add a little bit of guilt if she'd thought that she'd ruined me. So you're saying simultaneously... You're not telling your brother about how much money you have because you want him to stand on his own two feet. And you're not telling Sandra about how much money you have so that she can help your brother and you can get nepotistic favours for him. Well, that's a this normal... Is the, these are the two the two motivations are both to not make your brother stand on his own two feet and also to make your brother stand on his own two feet. I'm a complicated spirit, <laughs> Billingham. <sighs> ah, okay. I really don't know what else I'm going to get out of this. Okay. Um, I'll put this away. Uh, okay, so... Leave me to my grieving. Yeah, sorry, Camilla. Sorry to bother you. I don't really know. She had more money than she thought. She's a lab tech. Maybe, I mean, maybe she's lying about that too. Maybe she is a cleaner and she's actually getting money through some other weird thing going on. Not really sure. What I do know is that Gary is on parole for break and enter. So let's talk with Gary. Mm-hmm. Hey, what's up now? All right, Gary. Um, let's just cut straight to it. Why did you break into the Pelican last night? Pelicans, the place that Joel works? Yes. Oh, um, look, look, I, I see you've been through my stuff. Yes, I've got a criminal record, but I'm on parole now. I'm not going to do anything insane to jeopardize that, right? Well, one would think, but then there was a break-in last night. I, I didn't touch the place. Like, I didn't touch the door. No, you just taught Joel how to do it? I, like I said, if I told him to do things, he took him to heart. And, and you told him, you said, hey, Joel, break into your employer's no, place. No, of course See not. Here's how you smash and grab. No, I just said that, you know, some little things like trespassing aren't as big a deal as other laws that are out there. And we were walking by, we were kind of near the place where he worked. Oh, this was after you left the the the, the, uh, the dragon wings last night? Yeah. So you did stay together for a little while? This, is, this was when all of us were there. Okay, sure. And what did you say? Um, so he, well, he got the idea that since we were near there, if trespassing wasn't that big a deal, trespassing somewhere you're normally allowed to go is even less of a big deal. But it still gave him that kind of, ooh, look at me, I'm doing something wrong, fun. And so, yeah, I kind of encouraged him. So he broke the glass of the door and opened it and said, let's go in, grab a coffee. And you were all together at this point? Well, yeah, but the others left. They didn't want to do that. So that's when you parted ways? Yeah. Not outside of Dragon Wings, outside of Pelicans, when you were breaking in to have a coffee? Yeah, yeah. I guess oh, the others. you bunch of kids. I guess the others didn't tell you that they were trying to cover for us. Sure. Okay, so you broke in. Okay, yep. Yeah. And how long did you stay there? Not long, not long at all. Like, just long enough to get a coffee. Joel went into the back. He looked around for some ingredients, and then he came back out, and he made us drinks. Oh. <gasps> okay. So you made drinks, 
you had a coffee, you'd broken in, and then what? You you what happened after that? And then we split. You left. Yeah. What What did Joel do? Stayed, hung around. Maybe he was gonna clean up to make it look like he wasn't there. I don't know. I left. Okay. Sorry, I didn't go to the beach. You didn't go to the beach at all. Nah. Gary. So you didn't. You just left and went straight home. Yeah. So it means you would have stayed there for a little while. If you split up, the other group started going home at like two. Yeah, it takes us a little bit to walk home. You still maintain you got home at about 4.30? Yeah. Then two and a half hours? Uh, it's hard to be sure of the exact time, but yeah. Let's do it. I try. I walk home from Pelicans. Let's just say there is nothing suspicious about the timing. <laughs> All right. Um, okay. Okay, 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 okay. What does this mean? What does this mean? Hmm. Okay, so, so, so last night, Joel broke into his place of employment, broke the door, came in, made a coffee, cleaned up. I wonder if Thomas knows anything about this. Maybe he came in; it was not actually properly clean, and he knows that someone came in and made a coffee overnight. Do you mean Thomas? Tom. I mean Tom. Do you mean Tom? I think so. Oh, okay. Well, because presumably he would have been operating the... Oh, I see. Because right. he's the barista. Yeah, so he would have come in the Sorry. morning, seen that everything was used and not I, cleaned. Yeah, see, like, oh, I thought weird. you were going to talk about Zane because Zane always comes in first. No, I mean Tom. Because okay. why would Zane come in and clean the coffee machine? Yeah, fair. Um, oh, what? If... So Joel was last seen... In that in the in the restaurant in the cafe, with a coffee, deciding to stay. We knew he'd been looking around. We know that presumably that epipen had got him. We know that the towel came from there. How am I connecting this all together? There's still no motive. I have no idea why anyone would want to kill Joel. Unless it was an accident, but that's a, not an accidental feeling death. Like. If he'd been shot or something, you'd be like, oh, maybe Zane came in in the morning, he was still there, and he's like, oh, who's this? And he shot him like an idiot. I have no idea. But a, but a cutthroat and an epipet, like all that, that seems crazy. Mm. Unless there's no way that you would use, if you were if you would accidentally cut someone, if you'd attack someone and cut their throat in a way that was going to kill them, there's no way you would use an EpiPen to think like this might keep their heart pumping enough to keep them alive for a little bit. That's not a thought that a human would have, right? Probably unlikely. Cool, 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 cool. Wow, what does this mean? Okay, um, okay, I'm just going to write. I, do I need to do, I need to do a big review of what I know? Maybe that'll get me somewhere. Yeah, tell me everything you know about the characters. Okay, let's, let's do a rundown. Okay, Joel. Joel is a naive young guy. He's an artist. Maybe he's painted Ollie as a life model. I don't know. Maybe that's a weird connection. He's an artist. He works at a cafe. He does fine. He's very impressionable, seems to do whatever people say, but he doesn't have anyone who seems to hate him. He doesn't have much money, and he's dead. He was found dead with his throat slit, uh, what looks like an EpiPen stabbed into his leg, even though he doesn't have any known allergies that anybody knows about. And then he was moved to the beach, no shirt. I don't know where that shirt is. I haven't found a bloodstained shirt mm. anywhere, have I? No. 
Can I check the garbage? You do not find it. Not outside the no. pelicans? Okay. Does pelicans have a uniform? Eh, roughly. Okay, but okay, so he's not wearing like a work shirt. And that's what I know about Joel. I know that his sister Camilla lies about what she does for a living, has more money than she says she does, but other than that, seems to be looking out for Joel, gave him a job, you know, lives in this house. She's a cleaner, but the house is really dirty, but she's not actually a cleaner, so that's fine. We're fine either way. Um... We know Ollie is her friend. He smokes marijuana, and that's his whole character um, <laughs> that I've established so far. He's a fine guy. He's a life model. Maybe he's modelled for Joel. That's a connection there. Maybe I'll ask about it, see if something comes out of it. We know that Gary convinces Joel in general to do dumb things, pull pranks, get mad at people, stand up for himself, and also break and enter. Joel has previously been arrested for breaking and entering. He's currently on parole. He says that he and, and Joel went into this cafe together at night, didn't end up going to the beach. That was all a lie. In the cafe, we have Sandra, who refuses to admit mistakes, keeps telling me the door has been broken for longer than it has. She's very up, like, up, uh, 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 kind of, keep tries to keep up with appearances, tries to, Keep the place all snazzy and looking cool. Uh, hates poor people. Loves gentrification. Whatever. Why is this? Because she's had previous failed business dealings in the past. I should find more about that failure. Camilla? Yeah? You said you've been in business with Sandra. You'd given her money. Oh, uh, yes. Yeah, What sure. What happened there? How did she lose that money? Oh, she just wasn't, like, some of it was bad luck, I'll give you that. What um, was he attempting to do? Oh, it was always starting small businesses, like ice cream shops and things like that. Um, do you know what it was in this case? The one where uh, we lost the money? Yeah. Um, it was a pie place. Pie place? Yeah. Okay. And do you know what went wrong? It was a combination of a bit too much ambition in terms of like where she wanted to get. She was really location, 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 but she couldn't afford the startup costs for things like that. Mm. And a bit of it was bad luck as well. I mean, it's so hard to tell with a small business, right? Yes, I suppose. What what about it was bad luck? Oh, just people didn't come as much as she thought they would. Word of mouth didn't pass. The ads didn't have the effect that she'd hoped that they would. Mm -hmm. It's just unfortunate. And uh, where was this? Do you know what location she tried to get? Oh, it was a couple of suburbs down. One of the ones that's got a bit of a fancier reputation, but not too dissimilar from San Adrian. Okay. And uh, and you, how much money did you end up losing? Oh, I don't want to put a number on it. It was really embarrassing. Look, it was a bit over $10,000 mm -hmm. at the time. At the time, that's a lot. Yeah. Oh, You're what, 18? Like, yeah. yeah. Um, did she have any other investors? Do you know? I have no idea. Um, I'm pretty sure she's doing it mostly herself nowadays. Okay. But like I said, until this whole thing with Joel happened, we hadn't really kept in touch. Okay. Hmm. It seems like this one's working well for her, so great, I guess. Do you know who Good invested in this one? No, if it wasn't just her herself, I have no idea. Okay, 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 okay. That's, well, Sandra's not going to admit any mistakes, but let's mm -hmm. talk to her anyway. Yes. Mm-hmm. Sandra! What would you like to know? I'd like to know about your immense failure. Ah, well, I 
look, like I've said, I have made mistakes, but many people have. Many people did. What happened to Pies by Sandra? How did you know it? Well, you're a policeman, of course you would. I've done my research. um, It was just unfortunate. It was a bit... Uh, People didn't respond to the advertising the way I expected them to, so things didn't move as quickly as you'd like, and look, I don't like to use the word hemorrhaging, but (laughs) that was sort of the financial situation for a while there. It was a dark time. It was my first attempt, and I did very well for a first attempt. Many people who fail at a first attempt like that don't manage to bounce back. They don't manage to have... How did you bounce back? Where did you get the money for this... this, Oh, it was all loans. It was like I had to work very hard to make that happen. I had to do some convincing of some very important bank people to make that happen. And it did. And we're almost in the black again. Mm, interesting. It's been going amazingly well. And uh, you say people didn't respond to your advertising mm. first. And what type of advertising were you doing? Oh, all the traditional types. Radio, you always hear about radio ads saying they're so much more effective than other forms of advertising. Yeah, that's a, that's a load. Okay. Um, mm, All right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. It's all about the correct way of doing things. It's all word of mouth with the right people. Sponsoring good podcasts. (laughs) Um, Okay. And that didn't work for you. Well, this one did. This one did. How do you go about advertising this current one? Like I said, it's all about word of mouth, but not just word of mouth with any old person. You've got to make sure that your word of mouth is being spread through the right people. And who are the right people? Well, the people who can afford what you want to give them. Sure. Um, <laughs> what has that given me? What do I know? I know she had a failed business. What did you do to pay back your Backers? Backers? For the for, for the pie place, the original pie place. You had backers? Oh, that was essentially a bankruptcy. There was fair. nothing to be done at that point. Fair, that fair, was fair, the fair, whole fair. point of the falling out between me and Camilla. Yeah, that's true. Hmm. But as it is, uh, this business is working quite well. We didn't have backers for this one, but like I've said, all of the loans are virtually all paid back. Everything is well and truly on track, better than I could have hoped. And I owe it down to the great clientele and the great workers that I have in Zane and Tom. But not Joel. Oh, like I said, he wasn't part of the original plan. He's only been here for eight weeks. Sure, fair, 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 fair. And what secret thing did Joel discover that made you kill him? That's not very funny. Yeah, fair. I think it might be true. No, I'm hurt. Yeah, fair. Um, oh, Danny! What am I doing? Okay. Okay, what is it? What do I, what do I, what have I gained from that? What have I what have I discovered through this? This 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 pie place fiasco. <laughs> did Joel come in? Did he maybe see something that like is she doing something wrong now? Like she failed the first time, so this time she's doing something that is like, you know, just she's complete there's some fraud going on, she's cooking the book, she's doing something. And Joel discovered that when he was in overnight and just had all the stuff to look at. And then called her because she said she's always able to be called. She told me that. And said, hey, I found this weird thing. And she was like, oh, just wait right there. And then killed him. So that her 
mistake wouldn't be uncovered because that's all she cares about is having these mistakes not come to light. Is that enough motivation for murder? It's the only thing that's coming close to a motive in my investigation so far. That is that true? Is that what is that what's happened? I really don't know. All right, so, so I can't get anything. But maybe that's anything. maybe there's a motive there. Maybe this is also a failing business, and she's disguising it as not failing. And Joel found out, and and maybe there's some some stuff there. I can't look at their books, can I? No. Cool. So who's left to think about? Ollie, I want to follow up with Ollie just oh, for a second, okay. sure. just to say, hey, Ollie. Hey. Yeah. You're a life model. Yeah. You, you see me work? Yeah. Do you have a model for Joel? <laughs> no, no. Look, I model for the college students. He's not a college student. Uh, he, I don't know, he couldn't afford that. He probably wanted to be. He probably wanted me to model for him. Okay, you suck. Um, all right, Gary, I don't think there's more to Gary. So there's also this family. Do, should I ask people if they know the, the, the Bensons? Nah, the Bensons are cool. And we're kind of done with the Bensons? Yep. They were a first act sort of character. Yeah, it feels that way. I don't know. There's still Zane to talk to. Zane and Thomas mm. to deal with. What do I know about Zane? I feel like I didn't get enough of an impression of Zane. He's hardworking, loves his job, is overworked, constantly cleaning and cooking and doing everything. What is that? Like, what do I know about him? Indeed. I need a help. I need a helper. I need a second person solving these crimes with me. Maybe you need to know a bit more about them as people. Yeah, I suppose. Hey, Zane. Yes. Tell me about yourself. Oh, a bit about myself, okay? He's still working very busily. Yeah, look, I went through school. I've lived in the city all my life, and I wanted to be a chef, took on the apprenticeship, was basically an onion peeler for the first two years. Uh, and now I'm pretty good at this sort of stuff. And Sandra found me because of a just local sort of award that I'd won. Oh, what award was that? Uh, it was just basically a restaurateur of the year award for the place that I was working. It sounds much fancier than it is. And where were you it working? It wasn't like I owned a place or anything. Where were you working before this? I feel like to give me a restaurateur, you have to own the place. <laughs> no, chef of the year. Okay, chef of the year. <laughs> Zane, yeah. you dummy. No, it was just a very local sort of thing. It wasn't. It, it wasn't even for the whole city or anything. No, that's but, fair. Yeah. So where it was where just... were we were working at? Pies by, by by Sandra. No, I was just in Treeview, like half an hour north of here. Okay. And so she found you. How did she convince you to come work for her? Uh, she said that she planned on having a great new business model with great clientele and that she would require only the best. And she thought that I was that and she was willing to pay very generously for the best. Interesting. It was pretty flattering. I wonder where she was getting the money. And, and, you, and you enjoy working here? Yeah. Everything goes pretty smoothly. I've got my own space. Don't really get bothered. Except... By me? Well, I was <laughs> going to say Sandra herself. Uh, she bothers you a lot? Like... On, on things go pretty smoothly, but on the rare occasion something goes wrong, she likes to look for someone to blame, and you can never know how heavily she's going to blame you. Uh, it can be a hassle, so you try to keep out of her way. You, what what has she blamed you for in the past? Oh, it can be a patch of dirt on a table. It could be like there was legitimately one time where it was evening. Someone had come in and they'd had a dinner, just a fish and chips. And I swear it was the candle on their table had dripped some wax. She insisted it was oil from the fish and that it must have been my fault and I'd put too much oil on it. 
Okay, but that's just crazy. Well, yeah, exactly. Like, she just insists it can't have been something wrong with the candles she chose. Mm. So it's just little things. So I like to put up the, no, this is my kitchen act even to her so that I get some privacy. Peace, quiet. This is my domain. Okay. This is my domain. Oh, okay. I get out. Cool. Ah. Uh. These things, I, I hope they're helping the audience at home. I hope you guys have figured out what's going on. And I talk to Thomas, to Tom. Okay. Hey, Tom. Hi. What would you like to know? Tell me about you yourself. Think? Oh, boy. Well, I've already told you. <laughs> You're an actor. Yeah. Uh, I'm working really hard. Like I said, I moved to the big city for this. And obviously, being a barista, uh, it's not what you want to do, but it is part of the classic actor story, isn't it? Yeah, I suppose. I, I, I may not, like, when I write letters to my parents on the farm back home, I may not emphasize that part. I tell them about <laughs> the ads that I've auditioned for instead. Um, but, yeah, that's that's about it. I'm a pretty simple person. I, uh, Have you ever tried making headshots? It's a hassle. That's where a lot of my money goes towards that and just car bills because you got to do a lot of driving at a lot of funny hours if you want to do auditions. Fair, fair, fair. And that's basically my life. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what I'm doing. How do you solve murders? <laughs> okay. And how did you get this job? Sandra seems like she wants to pick only the best of the best. Is there something well, that makes you the best of the best? Look, I did just apply for this, but... To be honest, I've I've got to say she wanted some fancy clientele. She's a schmoozer. And I think she wanted someone who's got a bit of performance to them, a little bit of what I hope is natural charisma so that people will feel good and they'll stay. Okay. And that they'll want to be good to you. And has that ever blown up in your face? Has she ever blamed you for someone not enjoying their... Uh. Ne- you never take it personally with her. She blames everyone for everything. She can't. Yeah, she doesn't like taking fault herself. Okay. Well, you came in this morning. Yeah. How was the coffee area looking? Uh, fine as far as I know. Oh, are you referring to the fact that the door was broken in? Yes. Uh, I didn't notice anything strange. I don't suppose I would. Are you saying someone broke in to make coffee? Yes, I am saying exactly that. That's... Well, you know, I've heard stupider things. Uh, they might have. I didn't notice. Um, yeah, that, that's about all there is to that. If there was anything untoward, maybe they were the nicest possible burglar and they cleaned up. Mm, I got no idea. In that case, it seems like it's probably fair. You go home. I go to bed. Maybe you the lab. Bed. Maybe the boffins will have something for me in the morning. You think about it for a while. You have a slightly restless sleep, and then you wake up as your phone rings. Bring, 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 bring. What was my lab boffin voice? I think it's kind of like British and like fancy. Ew, yes, was yeah. it something like that? I, I'm not quite, but sure. We'll I think it. it was something along those lines. Okay, that's fine. Okay. Uh, yes, Mr. Billingham. Yes, yes, <clears throat> yes, I'm awake. So some of the preliminary tests have come in, and we've found some interesting. So the initial allergy things show nothing in particular, no, nothing remarkable. I've shown Hold on, let there. me just get my notebook. Zweep, zweep. Uh, boffin report. 
I don't think there's much that we need to say about the cause of death. It's still looking quite likely. We haven't gone into the full autopsical nature of our investigation. (laughs) But what we have discovered from these preliminaries is in his blood test. (gasps) What's in his blood? There is quite a recent amount, no small amount either, of cocaine. Oh, the EpiPen was a cocaine pen! It was a cocaine pen! Oh, that's weird. Mmm, okay. Okay, cocaine pen. Solve This Murder is created by Bill Sunderland and Danny Seller. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook at Solve This Murder. For questions, queries and theories, send an email to solvethismurderpod at gmail.com. Thank you to Jared, Devon and Witt of Advanced Sagebrush and Shootouts for creating our theme music. And thanks to all of you for listening.